there. I'm Sprinkles, Santa Claus's special elf. Because everything is special with Sprinkles. <laughs> Santa Claus knows you're special too, and he has something to say to you. So listen close as Santa Claus shares holiday cheer with you. You can leave a special message for Santa Claus and get on the nice list at www.santaclaussays.net. Now here is the big man himself, Santa Claus! Ho, 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 ho! Merry Christmas, boys and girls. Welcome to Santa Claus says.net. Santa Claus says to be good for goodness sakes. And I'm the Santa Claus who listens to you because you can go to my website, Santa Claus says.net. And right there, you can leave me a email where there's a button that says to get on Santa's nice list. That's what you want to do. And there's another button that says talk to Santa and leave Santa a voicemail, or you can leave me a text or chat, and I'll hear what you have to say. Here on Santa Claus Says, we love to tell stories, we love to tell jokes, and we love to have letters to Santa. And that's how you can give letters to Santa, and who knows, I might just read them right here on SantaClausSays.net, on YouTube, and on podcast. Well, there's our chimes, boys and girls, which means it's story time. And we're having part two today of A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. And then we're going to read this over the next several days until Christmas, which is just a week away. Remember the story? Scrooge is kind of an ornery old fellow and his business partner, Marley, has died. And they're talking about that, talking about Mr. Scrooge. Nobody ever stopped Mr. Scrooge on the street to say, my dear Scrooge, how are you? When will you come to see me? No beggars implored him. No children asked him what was the time. No man or woman ever once in his life inquired the way to such and such a place of Scrooge. Even the blind men's dogs appeared to know him. When they saw him coming, would tug their owners in the doorways and up courts. They would wag their tails as though they said, No eye at all is better than an evil eye, dark master. But what did Scrooge care? It was the very thing he liked, to edge his way along the crowded paths of life. Warning all human sympathy to keep its distance was what was known, was known as he called other people nuts, Mr. Scrooge did. Once upon a time, in all the good days of the year, on Christmas Eve, old Scrooge sat busy at his counting house. It was cold, bleak, biting weather, foggy, and he could hear the people in the court outside go wheezing up and down beating their head, their hands on their breast and stamping their feet on the pavement to get a little bit of warmth. The city clocks had just gone three, but it was quite dark already. It had not been light all day, and the candles were flaring in and out. The windows of the neighboring offices, like ruddy smears upon the palpable brown air. The fog came pouring in at every chink and, and keyhole, and was so dense that without, that although the court was the narrowest, the houses among them were phantoms. To see the dingy cloud drooping down, obscuring anything, one might have thought that nature lived hard by and was brewing on a large scale. The door of Scrooge's counting house was open, 
that he might keep his eye on the clerk who in a dismal little cell beyond a sort of tank was copying letters. Scrooge had a very small fire, but the clerk's fire was so much smaller that it looked like it only had one coal. But he couldn't replenish it, for Scrooge kept the coal box in his own room, and so surely as the clerk came in with a shovel, the master predicted that it would be necessary for them to part. Wherefore, the clerk put on his white comforter and tried to warm himself at the candle, at which effort not being a man of strong imagination, he failed. A Merry Christmas, Uncle! God save you, cried a cheerful voice. It was the voice of Scrooge's nephew, who came upon him so quickly that he was the, at first, intimation. <coughs> you and his approach. Bah! Humbug, said Scrooge. He had so heated himself with the rapid walking in the fog, this nephew of Scrooge's, that he was in a glow. His face was ruddy and handsome. His eyes sparkled and his breath smoked again. Christmas a humbug, Uncle, said Scrooge's nephew. You don't mean that, I'm sure. I do, said Scrooge. Merry Christmas. Ha! What a right you have you to be merry. What reason have you to be merry? You're poor enough. Come then, returned the nephew gaily. What right have you to be dismal? What right have you to be morose? You're rich enough. Scrooge, having no better answer, then on the spur of the moment said, Bah! Humbug! Don't be cross, uncle, said the nephew. What else can I be, returned the uncle, when I live in such a world of fools as this? Merry Christmas! Out of my Merry Christmas. What's a Christmas time to you but a time for paying bills without money, a time of finding yourself a year older and not an hour richer, a time for balancing your books and not having every item in it around a dozen of months presented dead to you? If I could work my will, said Scrooge indignantly, every idiot who goes about saying Merry Christmas on his lips should be boiled in his own pudding and buried with a stick of holly through his heart, he should. Uncle, said the nephew. Nephew, returned the uncle sternly. Keep Christmas your own way and I'll keep it in mine. Scrooge was kind of a meat old dude, wasn't he? So we're going to warm him up as we tell the story of the Christmas Carol over the next few days, getting ready for Christmas, which is just a week away. Well, boys and girls, as we get ready for Christmas, <coughs> it's joke time, so let's have a joke. Who delivers Christmas presents to, to cats and dogs? Well, Santa Paws, of course. <laughs> Santa Paws. That's a good one there. Well, it's, it's now the time for our letter to Santa, boys and girls. And we do want you to know in our letters to Santa, that you can always write me or contact me at santaclaussays.net. When you get there, you can leave me a message by getting on my nice boys and girls list. There's a little button there that says that. Have somebody help you do that. There's another little button that says talk to Santa. That's where you can leave me a voicemail or a text chat, and I will return those. And we, if we hear some, we'll put those here on the uh, on the show here, on our show. And one of those letters comes from uh, Jamie. And Jamie says this. Dear Santa, please don't forget people who are all alone and sad this Christmas. Everyone should have a Merry Christmas. Indeed, everyone should have a Merry Christmas, and we thank you for that letter. Send your letters and notes in. <clears throat> Tell me your wish list to be sure, but I also want to hear what good thing you are doing for someone else. Because remember, Santa Claus says, to be good for goodness sakes. Just a week away, Christmas, we're going to have some fun together. Remember to leave Santa Claus some cookies 
and some cocoa. And, you know, Sprinkles likes that kind of thing, too. Sprinkles likes her cookies and cocoa with sprinkles on it. What do you know? So if you could do that, that would be... You're special to Santa Claus, just like Sprinkles. <laughs> Get on Santa's nice list at santaclaussays.net and watch Santa Claus Says live on YouTube. Tell him Sprinkles sent you. <laughs>